Joining us right now, so nice of him to come back and visit, one of our favorite Oakland A's interviews we've had throughout the season. And judging by your reaction, you guys agree absolutely the same. From your athletics, Stephen Piscotti, out there in Baltimore. Stephen, it's Dave. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. We were talking a lot about it this morning. Um, give us play weatherman for a second. Obviously, there's much bigger things to focus on uh, than a baseball game for the people out there in the greater Maryland area. But we were talking about the baseball possible ramifications. If you had to guess, do you think you're going to get uh, games in or how's it looking? Yeah, I mean, the weather has definitely been a, been a question. There was some talk about potentially playing a, a doubleheader today. Um, and they were going to let us know last night, but um, you know they must have looked at the forecast and it's figured we were going to be okay. Um, I'm not sure if there's talk of, of moving up um, Thursday's game to maybe a day game. I know we're scheduled for a night game, so that's a possibility. We're we know, like as you said, there's, there's bigger things greater than baseball, and so we're just kind of um, ready to play when they tell us. And, um, you know, sometimes that happens throughout the season. Yeah, and this one's unique because you guys are in a dogfight not only with the Yankees for wild card position, but also, let's not forget, just three back of the Astros. We were actually doing the math, and we're not baseball. We don't know how it works, but the the shared off day you and uh, the Orioles have, I believe, is September 27th, and you guys will be on a plane from Seattle to Anaheim. So obviously, and again, we'll we'll keep prefacing it that there's far more important things to worry about. But I think the last thing you guys would probably want to do would be spending your off day crisscrossing the country to do a couple of makeup games for wild card and or uh, AL West positioning. Right, that that would not be <laughs> ideal, and hopefully, uh, you know, the people setting the schedule are, are forward thinking and can uh, figure something out so we can get it done maybe tomorrow earlier or what what have you. But uh, no, we had no control over that as sure. players, so hopefully they can uh, do the right thing. Does it help you guys this time of year to be in a position where you're chasing that first wild card, you're still chasing the division? When you go into a series against a team like the Orioles that has 40 wins, does it help you to go in uh, knowing that you're still chasing something to be able uh, to kind of get up for that series against a team that uh, maybe is not in contention? Yeah, I mean, at, at this point in the season, the body of work we put together, I think um, – you know, that's that's all on the line. It doesn't matter who you're playing. You, you know, a win is a win and a loss is a loss. So, um, you know, I think the intensity level is still high, and um, you know, we got to take advantage of of playing you know teams that that don't quite have that high of a, a winning record. And, um, you know, I think we were able to gain a game on the Yankees, um, you know, yesterday. And so, um, every game's huge, and, and the intensity level, you know, in the dugout doesn't change for us at all. Stephen Piscotti with us right now on KHTK. You know, maybe the most impressive thing about you guys, and we've had the conversation about low payroll and no one believed you, and blah, 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 but you guys seem to have this unwavering mental fortitude. And and I'm looking right now, you've won seven of eight, you've won five in a row, looking for a, a, another one today. And in the midst of all this, uh, just the absolute worst news about Shamanaya comes down the pike and, and we know how close you guys are in that locker room and, and to learn not only are you losing uh, one of your brothers for the rest of the season but possibly next year and, and, and somehow some way you guys come out and got out a 3-2 victory yesterday that seems to be a recurring theme for you guys that uh, no matter what uh, when you cross that foul line you're focused on one thing and one thing only right and uh, you know that was definitely tough news and shocking to to a lot of us um 
and you know we, we're wishing you know, Sean the best that he can recover quickly and and uh, you know gets back to full health. Um, but you know we have a we have a job to do and we have to keep going and um, you know, there's not a whole lot of time to to get down on yourselves and you know he's a great pitcher but we we have a lot of guys that can step up and fill in and have been doing it all year so um, you know it's it's something you have to battle you know every team goes through it in, in one way or, or the other and um, you know it's kind of been um, our I don't know uh, what you'd call it but. You know, it's been a tough part of our, our season as, as guys going on the DL, so but we've been able to battle. So, um, you know, we just got to keep pushing, keep playing, and, and uh, we know that guys are going to step up and we have confidence in that. Is that a I, – I, I was trying to think this whole time of how to word this, uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best here. Is that almost a source of, uh, I guess, like motivation for you guys? Like, man, we have a guy like Sean Manaya going down and so many other pitchers this year uh, that you guys want to go out there – uh, and I don't want to say win for them because that's kind of cliche and 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 mm-hmm. uh, probably not the case. You want to win regardless, but uh, does that help motivate you guys at all? Knowing that, like, man, we're down another guy, we got to go back out there and uh, get another W tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think all year we've kind of had like this next man up um, you know, mentality that I think we've embraced um, really well. And um, you know, you think about you know 162 games and the contributions you get from from all sorts of guys that may be on the DL or, or maybe on a bench roll, we've had so many, um, like, I guess my point is we're in this spot, you know, largely because of Sean and how well he's pitched. I mean, obviously through that no hitter um, earlier in the year. And, um, you know, we are here today in this spot because of him. So you want to continue and, and try to pick him up where he picked us up early in the year. So I think that's kind of um, more of the mentality, you know, when stuff like that goes on. I would also imagine Stephen Piscotty is with us right now from Baltimore. A lot of this comes down from Bob Melvin. You know, this this guy was a rock throughout his career, whether it be with the Giants and the A's as a backup and sometimes starting catcher. Uh, he was a quarterback on the field, and having that as a background, then it just seems that you know God knows what could happen in that locker room, and 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 Bob would just all right, let's go get him, figure it out, let's move on. I, I feel like the the one consistent is Bowmel and, and and I would imagine as a player you guys look to him for leadership at times like this too. Yeah, I mean he's probably been the best manager I've ever played for and, and um he just gets it and it's, it's as simple as that. He just understands kind of what we're going through, he understands, you know, how hard this game is and um you know he's always looking for ways to set your set us up for success and um you know, I can't say enough good things about him and, and the way he's he's um you know, coach this team. So um, he is a, you know, a consistent and um, non-wavering kind of force for us. And, and um, you know, he's, he's done just a tremendous job. I love playing for him. Now, I'm going to ask you a follow-up on that and, and probably a little bit harder because sometimes things are easier to say and feelings are, are easier to convey than, than actual specifics. But you hear it consistently. Uh, Bob Melvin is fantastic. He's the best manager I've ever played for. He he gets it. And, and you hear that from pretty much anyone underneath him. What is it about him that that – that makes him so fun to play for and that makes him have that connection with pretty much every player that, that plays for him. Yeah. I mean, I think, and I think as a player, um, at least for me, I just feel like he has my back and, and that's a, that's a, just a great feeling to have. And, 
you know, whether it's a tough call, you know, while you're playing from an umpire, you know, he's there, you know, kind of backing you. And, um, you know, if he, he can tell kind of if you're, you're banged up, you might need a, a day to, to just recover so you can get back and, and kind of resume. Um, he just has a feel for that. And he, you just feel like he's, he's pulling for you and he's, he's just got your back. And that's, that's kind of how I, I would describe it. It is hard to kind of put in the words, um, unless you're around him every day, but, um, you know, it's, it's something where, you know, we, we have confidence in him and, and feel like we feel like he's got our backs and, um, you know, it's surprisingly, it's, it's, it's a pretty rare thing. And, and, uh, you know, we feel like he's in it for us and, and not vice versa. Uh, Steven, you guys just went through a stretch where you played 20 games in a row. I'm not sure if you knew that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, um, what did you do on your day off? <laughs> on my day off, uh, I did not do a whole lot of anything. Um, it was a, it was a purely relaxed day. Um, I, uh, hung out with the fiance and grabbed some dinner, hung out with a buddy and, um, yeah, you, mentally you just want to kind of rest your, your brain a little bit. You know, this, this game is physically demanding, but it's also mentally demanding and, and just to take a break and not think about baseball for a day and, um, you know, watch some football or check your fantasy team, all that sort of stuff to take your mind off, off what's going on. Cause, um, you know, it's a lot and it's, we're playing very meaningful games and it's, it's deep into this thing. So, um, any chance to get a, a refresher is, is great. So, um, yeah, to answer your question, I did not do a whole lot. Steven Piscotti joining us right here on the drive. All right. So growing up in Pleasanton, uh, it's Niners or Raiders, and I, I think you were telling me earlier Raiders fan. So with with Monday, right. and and I, I know you were busy. Uh, you got the Khalil Mack trade. Uh, they looked great in the first half, up thirteen ten. Got blown out in the second half. What what are your initial thoughts on on Gruden and and that whole scenario with the Raiders? Yeah, I was excited to see you know Gruden come back, and um, you know I'm a lifelong Raiders fan, so I remember the days. I was young, but I still remember the Gruden days. Um, you know, they came out strong. I think, you know, the Rams are a great team and I think they just kind of overcame in the, in the second half, but, um, there were some flashes of, of, uh, hope and brilliance. And I liked it in the first half. Obviously it didn't, didn't end the way you wanted to, but, uh, um, you know, turnaround has to start somewhere. I think they're on the, on the right path. So you mentioned, uh, you check in your fantasy football teams. How many fantasy football teams do you have? That's my first question. <laughs> I have two teams. I've got a um, team with some buddies um, from home and my brothers, and then um, the A's do a, uh, a league here. It's been been fun to uh, chat about, you know, with them. That was that was going to be my second question. Is there an A's <laughs> fantasy football league? No smack talk at all. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are very yeah. cordial about it. I'd imagine, and I'd imagine, pretty much every major league baseball team would would have a fantasy team. That's it's a, it's a fun thing, especially when you're all together like that every day. Is that a conversation topic when you're on base? Like, that's my favorite thing in, in baseball is watching, <laughs> like, players chat from other teams, like, when they're on the bases. Do you talk about that kind of stuff? Uh, definitely not during the game, but, you know, we have a lot of downtime, um, you know, at the field, and, and guys will talk about it. You know, it's it's something to pass the time, um, especially with days when you got rain delays or um, – you know, days we don't take batting practice because it gets canceled with, with weather stuff. So, um, you know, it's that's another one of those little mini kind of distractions that I think is is great to kind of take your mind off um, 
you know, baseball and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's exhausting to get to the park at, at one for a seven o'clock game and just constantly be, be thinking about baseball for close to 10 hours. So it's great to have a little, uh, distraction here and there i'm glad kyle brought that up i have always wondered that too so you get a base hit and you're on first and the camera you know shows you handing a batting glove to the first base coach or something then there's there's some yammering going on between the first baseman and you is it always you knew the guy and you're like hey how how, how's uh how's diane and the kids or something or or (laughs) is is there generally conversation at least a little bit with the first baseman or it just depend on who it is it definitely depends on who it is i think uh with guys I know, you can talk a little bit more in depth, whether it's family stuff or um, what's been going on. But I think you know, for the for the guys you don't really know, it's a lot about talking about either the weather or uh, travel that either you're going to be doing or whatever road trips coming up, that sort of stuff. But um, you try to be courteous, and, you know. And I think, yeah, we're on different teams, but um, you try to have respect for the other team. Sure. Um, you know, little little conversations like that don't hurt anybody. It's never like mean or trash talky, is it? I, and if it is, no, I don't want you to name names, obviously. But I I'll would imagine it's—I <laughs> imagine it's always cordial. It, it's for me, definitely. I I can see where if two players really know each other well, there could be some some smack talk sure. and all and all good fun. But uh, yeah, for me, it's just mostly cordial stuff. Steve Piscotti with us. All right, as we wrap up, we've mentioned. Your football team. We mentioned your fantasy football team. So then, I, I got to end with this. Uh, do you remember where you picked and uh, who did you grab in the first round? I had the third pick. Mm. And I took David Johnson. That a boy. That's smart. That's That's very such smart. a good. Move. So I'm going to guess. What did we do? We did uh, probably what? Le'Veon Bell second and Todd Gurley first. Yeah, that that Le'Veon is. Ugh. It's a tough one. You're in a tough spot. Dude, you being an athlete, and I know it doesn't work the same in baseball, but if, let's say, I don't know, Fred Smith of the A's was holding out and you played with him for a couple years and you guys start the season, and, and for example, a thing came up where Le'Veon was at a Miami nightclub, and listen, athletes are people, and I'm all for them having a life and doing their thing, but as teammates, as the actual guys that go to battle with these other guys, if you saw something like that, would you be like, hey, dude, uh, get your contract done and get in and get to the gym? Or do you guys blow that off and it's basically like a media blown out of proportion deal? Um, that's a good question. I, I don't think um, – I bet it's different everywhere. I, obviously, I think the picture of you know being out of a nightclub could have a certain stigma around it. I could easily see why there's some contention there. Um I can see the flip side where, um, you know, guys have, have Le'Veon's back and um, are on his side, so to speak, with the as far as the business side of everything. So it's it's a tough one. It, it's definitely eyebrow-raising. But, sure. uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting situation. Definitely uh, one to – I have James Conner on, uh, <laughs> on my team, so I've been following this. I was, I was happy to see the picture. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a little bit of a different outlook, Kyle, on Le'Veon like, Bell's I think, holdout. I think what Le'Veon's doing is great, and he should keep doing it. <laughs> uh, who did you Who did you play in week one, and did you win? I played Marcus Simeon, and I 
absolutely got smoked. I had Matt Stafford in the oh, so did I. Saints defense. Yeah. So <sighs> negative nine was tough. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 tough. Stuff. All right. Well, then, last question. Then, for real, last question. Out of all <laughs> the players you're going to play this year on your team, if there is one guy, let's say you lose the league and you don't get another win, but you've got to beat this guy every time you play him in fantasy football, who is it? Um, I'm going to say Mangden. Ah, I uh, we've we've uh, butted heads on some some trade talks and some. We've had differing opinions, and I, I would love to beat him. I'm playing him this week, so we'll see what happens. He uh, thinks he's superior because of that mustache, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's got a smugness to him about it. Please tell me, tell me he's not one of those guys that's like, hey, dude, check it out. Uh, I will trade you um, uh, Marquise Goodwin and Amari Cooper. You give me David Johnson and Le'Veon. He's not, please tell me he's not one of those guys. No, he definitely overvalues his guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's not that bad. (laughs) That is Stephen Piscotty. As always, we get into something. I think last time it was the fact that was it was Kyle rocket scientist. Yeah, he's a rocket scientist from Stanford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This time fantasy football, and uh, as always, we're happy to be taken to school by him. And hopefully, his A's will be taking the uh, Orioles to school a little bit later on and continuing that. They're on a five-game winning streak, the longest winning streak in all of baseball. We love talking to you, my man. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning, and we'll hopefully have another conversation soon. All right. Sounds good. Have a good one, guys. You too.